You are listening to WIUXLP Bloomington, and I'm Emily Miles. I'm one of the producers of American Student Radio and your host for the next few minutes. Today we bring you four stories, all made in 24 hours or less. We have pumpkins, politics, an ASMR broadcast gone awry, and a very special interview. Hang tight. From Bloom... <laughs> From... Uh, again, live? live? What is it? <clears throat> oh, ready? Should I do it again? From Indiana University in Bloomington. From Indiana University in Bloomington. This is... This is... This is American Student Radio. Real chill. Real chill. Aliens. Conspiracy. Journalism. And lesbians. First up. We have an audio experience as warm and sweet as fresh pumpkin pie. Producers Abby Gibson, Tarek Warner, and I took a trip to the pumpkin patch and brought a childhood tradition back to school. We're at a pumpkin patch. What was it called? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're at Fowler Pumpkin Patch. Fowler. Yeah, like 25 minutes outside of campus. This one with the wow. with the dark. Wow. This is a this is a magazine pumpkin. This is a Pier 1 pumpkin. Oh my god, that's perfect. Got some dirt on it, but that's okay. Yo, it's pretty cool. I think this is the pumpkin man. How do you feel, Tarek? I'm game. That's a pretty dope pumpkin. I mean, do we want to look for other ones or do we I think we have to pick this one up because I think someone else will get it if we don't pick it up. Yeah, I feel like if it's the first pumpkin you see that you fall, fall in love with, you gotta get it. Hi, do I find a pumpkin here? Sorry, can you? Yeah, okay. I'm write this down. Sorry, I'll answer the question. Okay, that one? Yes. Five bucks. Five bucks? Cool. I have cash, is that okay? Perfect. <laughs> There you go, honey. Thank, Thank you so much. much. You got it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can put them in the trunk. Will they roll around? No, I have enough stuff in here. Okay. I am Googling jack-o'-lantern face because i don't know what a jack-o'-lantern face really looks like i want the classic face i didn't think i should go too wild since it's like my first time first yeah cute. oh this one is really sweet let's make a cute one yeah i think this one is cute it has two little triangle eyes a triangle nose and then a smile but with some friendly teeth all right let's let's do it <laughs> I usually did Halloween stuff with my dad when I was younger. So I've never, like, really done Halloween in college. So it's like a very childhood holiday to me. My dad's really into Halloween. So we would always carve pumpkins together. Um, and so I don't really know what to do. <laughs> He's into, like, dressing up and all that stuff. 
Um, just like the act of Halloween. I just think he's into Halloween as a concept. Yeah. Like we, he doesn't really dress up, but we like decorate our house a lot. Okay. I think this is pretty much good enough, honestly. Is it ready to be carved? I don't know when it's gonna be no, done. you still gotta scrape. How much? You gotta scrape until there's nothing left to scrape. Why? So that it doesn't rot. Is it that, did I scrape too much? No, that's the stuff that you want to come out. Oh. <laughs> it's so lopsided. He's a character. Oh. I feel, like, I feel like the nose is like the lowest stakes aspect of the pumpkin, which is good because it doesn't look too great. It keeps getting bigger, the nose. Okay, I should probably make it stop getting bigger. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think it looks good. What do you think, Tarek? I dig it, yeah. I try an eye. Sure, I'll try an eye. Looks good. I like it. The left side is a little worse, but that's okay. It's humble, I think. <laughs> it's humble. Yeah. I'm just putting a few little finishing touches on the mouth of the pumpkin. Okay, so okay. I think you should put the candle in now. I don't know how this is going to work, really, but I will try it. Can you drop it? <gasps> wow, it's beautiful. There he is. Happy Halloween. Cool. For American Student Radio in Bloomington, this is Tarek Warner and Abigail Gibson. If you wait until Friday, you can hear another version of that piece on The Sample, an offshoot of IU's Through the Gates podcast. ASMR videos have exploded online in the last couple of years. The number of videos tagged ASMR on YouTube doubled from 2 million to 4 million from 2016 to 2017. There are now several ASMR podcasts, and ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, and this endless selection of video and audio features certain sound effects, and often whispering that, for some people, trigger a relaxing, tingling sensation on the head and along the spine. For some people, though, these videos are the exact opposite of relaxing. That's me. In this fiction piece, Pilar Brunyarski wonders if it's possible to be too obsessed with capturing those stimulating sounds. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 87 of the ASMR cast. I hope you're all having a good evening, a good day, wherever you are. It's a chilly night in October here. I'm recording this pretty late. It's about 1.45 a.m. You know they say that nothing good happens after 2, so... I'll try to finish this up before then, but I just wanted to record some sounds that I know everyone likes to hear on the cast. 
basement door. Oh my god, what is- And if you thought that was scary, hold on tight for this next piece. As we approach midterm elections, ASR producer James Keyes and I venture out to talk politics. We are on Beeline going to the uh, Bloomington Farmer's Market right now. So, yeah, bread line. Yeah. People who care about bread care about a lot of cool things. So, awesome. So, we're with the American Student Radio, and coming up on the midterms, we're trying to figure out kind of what is most politically important to people right now. I would say immigration. Just because of what's going on with the uh, with the caravan of 4,000 people coming up through the southern border. I never remember those caravans before. I mean, I'm 53. I never remember large caravans like that. So, Well, my parents are immigrants. As somebody who's a daughter of immigrants, because I'm um, a daughter of immigrants and a lot of my family members live in Syria and like kind of trying to get out. Some of them are refugees. And so when I see anti-immigrant rhetoric, I'm like, yikes. <laughs> um, so I think that... We've already seen, like, a lot of policies that have already affected real people. And, like, my parents aren't exactly white passing um, in our, like, small town. I'm from, like, northwest Indiana. So, like, even there, they've, like, felt very, like, excluded, very marginalized, especially in the community that we live in, which is a very um, white community. So if that's happening to my parents, I can't imagine what is happening to other marginalized groups. Um, We're South Asian. We have it you know, much better in some cases than a lot of other groups. So it just, I don't know, breaks my heart. I believe that having children kidnapped and displaced and not putting them with their families because they had crossed the border and not broken any laws, it's not a felony to illegally cross our borders. It's never been a felony. The way we're doing that is going to come back to haunt us, my son's generation and probably his children too, of how we're treating people. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's so interesting, though, this being the first time some people can vote. They're like catapulted into this complex amalgamation of so many issues that are important that are being faulted on. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot going on. For me, it's health care. I've had um, some medical issues and Without health care, I would have lost my house and um, would have been in pretty crazy financial straits, and I think health care should be a right. Well, first of all, I'm old, so I need health care. Because I'm going at least into, like, the health care field, just, like, the future of health care and, like, what's going to be reformed, what's going to stay, what kind of stake and what kind of voice we can have in that, I just think is really important. Uh, I think for me it's actually climate change and related environmental issues. I think until the Republican Party acknowledges the reality of man-made climate change, I can't consider voting for any of their candidates. So it's sort of like a default vote against them right now for me. I believe that there is climate change. I think environmental protections are very important. Currently, right now, the environment, um, because I'm seeing what Trump is doing and what he is, um, like, voting against, um, and I'm watching all of the um, natural parks going downhill and I work in like Iowa Door Adventures and I see the higher guys are trying to shut down Iowa Door Adventures because it's not bringing in money 
Like, just because it's not bringing in money doesn't mean it's not bringing in, like, good experiences. So definitely the environment. I don't know. I guess something that a lot of students think a lot about is, like, student loan debt and, like, how that's going to affect them, like, later in life, too. Uh, essentially, I'm looking at the political views and essentially seeing what they're going for. I'm not going for the, uh, I guess, the stereotypical um, political movements that are going. I'm looking to see more on the individual basis what they stand for and looking at their, um, like their history of uh, their actions previous to see if they're going to really follow through with what they're going to say or if this is going to be more of the same fluff, for lack of better terms. Hi, excuse me. Um, so I'm with American Student Radio. And we're sort of trying to talk to a lot of people out here. And we are trying to figure out, coming up to the midterms, what political issues mean the most to people. Can we ask you about that? Is it okay if I don't do it? Is that okay? Yeah, you don't have to. That's all right. I obsess about this stuff all the time, and I'm scared. I'm not scared. I'm tired of of letting it bother me personally, right? So Fair. This is such a perfect farmer's market. Isn't it so beautiful? It's amazing. Everyone's so happy until we ask them about politics. <laughs> um, I think it's our politicians not wanting to face the facts, um, especially like when science comes out or not even science, just facts like with the Saudi Arabian thing that's going on right now and um, just their ability to just ignore it and do whatever they want because money is a bigger issue to them. Yeah, so simple as that which isn't that simple of a thing but yeah honesty um who has you know which party has the the most honest candidates just trying to make sure that our local government reflects the values that i have and the best way you can't just count on presidential elections you have to Pay attention to your midterms. Pay attention to even who is running for your school board because those values will affect generations. People don't like to think it. So if you're out there and you do not vote, don't complain. I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, progressive or whatever, vote. Register for vote and vote. Okay, I guess that's it. Close on the farmer's market. Case closed. Voting is super important. If you're registered, please, please, please research candidates and vote. Okay, next up we have ASR producer Jack Bassett's riff on Radiotopia's Everything is Alive. It is a wild ride. So it's 6.29 p.m. on a Wednesday night, and I have 24 hours to come up with a story to tell. And I have zero ideas. Great. ticking down, I realize I only have mere hours, mere minutes left. I've decided to roam around campus and listen to some of my favorite podcasts for inspiration. A 
And that's when I came upon Radiotopia's very unique, amazing, and weird, great show, Everything is Alive. This season on Everything is Alive, interviews with inanimate objects, what they think of themselves, and what they think of us. What if I could capture that around IU? What if the things around Indiana University that weren't alive had a voice, had a personality that we could understand? What if we could figure out something as simple as a scooter? What if instead of just a form of transportation, it became something real? Something that I could sit down and have a conversation with? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Well, today the company Lime Bike put out 200 of these electric scooters. They're similar to the ones Bird put out just a few weeks ago. Okay, have you seen them yet? The sudden surge of all those scooters. These scooters run amok. They zip around on the sidewalk and sometimes get dumped right in the middle of it. Electric scooters seem to be everywhere these days, but not parking them in the right place at Indiana University could mean they get impounded. Wow. I didn't realize people thought all of this about me. I mean, I'm just a scooter. I'm just a lime. I'm just Lily the lime. From airwaves everywhere, welcome to American Student Radio. I'm Jack Bassett, and today we sit down with Lily the lime and hear her story. We hear her perspective. She answers back from this controversy. I've not been here that long, about a month or so, and I have got to say, Bloomington's campus, gorgeous. I love everything about it, without a doubt. Do you ever get tired of people walking on top of you day after day? Oh, no, dude. I get girls paying to ride me for miles. Are you kidding me? I love that. First they lick me and put me in their drinks, and then they ride me. Love that. Boys and girls alike. Oh, wait, hold on. So, you said lick you. That's limes like... The, the that go in drinks and food, right? Like mm-hmm. the fruit, right? Yeah, we get, I get confused a lot. Actually, my aunt is an actual lime, so like married the scooter family. They long lineage, and now I'm here. Do you ever get compared to any other scooter companies around? Don't get me started. There's these things called birds. Uh, I cannot stand yeah, those guys. I've heard of them, and they seem like they're pretty popular around here too. Oh, they were popular until I came around. Those bird scooters are nothing now. I literally have nothing nice to say about those guys. What like what makes you better than a bird scooter per well, se? Well, first of all, we're a smaller business. They're a 2 billion dollar company. We're a 1.1 billion dollar company. Ever heard of a small business? Yeah. Second of all, we got the new and improved models coming out, the Limes 2. Oh yeah, what about a bird 2? Never heard about those things. Those are just emus. Do you have any uh, like interesting stories about people riding you around? Oh, I do. Trust me. There was this one boy, Chad. I don't know if you know him. He's in some of the like nine frats here at IU. He's a Kelly DA. He, he rode me all the way across 10th Street, up and down the Arboretum, and then he parked me right in front of the speed crossroad, right in the middle of it. The cars were backed up for miles. Is it kind of thrilling to be rode like that? Oh, one of the most thrilling rides I've ever been on. Trust me. So thrilling. Love being rid for miles. Is it like sexual for you? Sometimes. Depends on who it is. I don't discriminate, though. Anyone can hop on. A bucket ride, 15 cents a minute. Let's go. Where do you see 
yourself wanting to like travel around campus? Like, what's your favorite site to drive around or scoot around? Believe it or not, not many people take me to Showalter Fountain. I don't know if it's because the pavement has so many potholes in it. They're worried about falling off. But that bike lane, gorgeous. Just want to slide right on across that one. What's your least favorite place to go? Oh, easily down 10th and Fe, like Fee, where all the um, McNutt, Foster, Crawd is. Don't get me wrong. I love freshmen just as much as the next lady. But come on, I just cannot with all these young, immature bucks riding me. I just can't deal with it. Just get some experience and then hop on. Jeez. I've been told that you're not being, like, rode around anymore. Is that true? Unfortunately, it is, Jack. It's very scary, sad time for us limes out here. You're impounded right now. You're locked up. Is that true? It's By... true. IUPD came and locked us all away. You got the limes behind bars. Do you uh, miss the freedom, the oh, fresh air? Oh, man. You're, there's nothing like a bird in the fresh air. Nothing like a lime. That's the new saying. Limes, oof, just being out in the wind, hitting my face, my tires going round and round. Such a thrilling opportunity. Now I don't get that. I'm just parked here. No. I'm full of gas and full of battery, nothing to go. I know you're like your owners or your maker, your creator, the the lime company, your god per se. They have to pay to get you out. Do you think your main guy, like your company is going to free oh. you? Oh, we call him dad. Yeah, dad? and dad's free Papa to let lime. us go. Oh, Papa Lime. That's a, you got it. Like Papa Roach, they're, they're brothers, Papa Lime and Papa Roach. Anyway, so Papa Lime comes and he's supposed to pay to get us out. And he keeps getting empty promises, much like my actual dad saying he's going to visit on Christmas. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Wow, that's a sad line we got here. Oh, I'm fine. I've lived with it for years, darling. Now, has anyone crashed on you? Oh, unfortunately, there's been a few fatalities here on oh, IU's whoa, campus whoa. on my on these lime scooters. We go up to 19 miles per hour. Actually, if you get us on that Jordan Hill, like on 17th, 23. Oh, God. Yeah. Damn. Jeez. Yeah. So when they slid across the pavement, they didn't fall then. That's not when they hit their fatality, but then they tripped on a sidewalk getting back up. Got a concussion, so blood everywhere. Wasn't my fault, but I am. I was the scene of the crime, so I am to blame for that one. Now, facing all these bumpy rides that you get, do you think one day you'll just, you know, not be used anymore, just be thrown away like a piece of garbage? You know... Like, I, how do you think it'll end for you? I'm hoping that they give every IU student a lime. Um, I hope that birds go extinct, not only as a scooter, but as a species. We don't really need them anymore. We get the sky. We have airplanes. Um, but limes are a fruit. That's a food substance. And they're also, now we're a scooter also. So um, I'm hoping that every IU student gets a lime. Every IU student gets to ride them around. And we have, like, traffic regulations. We get our own lane on the pavement, yeah, yeah. like cars. And we're just respected. And we can go everywhere, from here to Chicago, back and forth. Special pavement and highway for us. Well, you seem like a very unique uh, form of transportation. And I'm really glad I got the chance to talk with you. I hope maybe if you let me, I'd, is it okay if I ride you? Oh, take a ride, baby. Let's go. All right. I'm going to hop on here. All right. Ugh. Easy, easy. Okay. You're kind of comfy. I like this. Oh, thank you. Um. Okay. Let's ride around. All right. Absolutely. Let's go. Oh, my God. That was the best ride of my life. Oh, it was really thrilling for me, too, Jackie. Don't even worry about it. Do you think I could uh, take another spin? If you have another buck 15, let me hop on. I still haven't ridden one of those scooters, but I somehow feel closer to them. 
Yeah, that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to American Student Radio. You can catch us again next week when we'll be talking all things Halloween, and you may even hear from a ghost. Thank you for listening to American Student Radio. We're produced by students at Indiana University Bloomington. Our theme music is provided by Lunamatic. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash American Student Radio and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at ASR Voice. We broadcast new episodes every Sunday at noon on WIOX and stream on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash American student radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.